Oh my gosh, I am so happy that this book is out into the world. I devoured every single word of this book. I loved it so much. And I just wanna tell you, you are a force for healing for so many women and men in this world. Not just physical healing, but more importantly, emotional and spiritual healing. And God is gonna use this, this book and these words and your message and you to do abundantly more than you could ever believe or imagine. And I believe that to be true. What's up friends? I'm Aaron, one of the team members here at Revelation Wellness, and you just heard from our good friend, Jamie Ivey. You may know her as the host of the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast, and she was celebrating with us the release of Elisa's new book, The Body Revelation. You can get your copy today wherever you order books. And it's the last week to order your book to get in on the Summer Body Book Club. All you need to do is swipe up on the show notes to join today. Now prepare your hearts and minds to hear from God with this episode of Revving the Word. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, lay. Oh boy. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Inhale. Maybe round your shoulders. Roll them forward and back away from your ears. Shake your arms out. Shake your hands, maybe take your hands and pat your thighs. Get embodied. Here's the beautiful thing about your body. It's right here and right now. All the other things outside your control are out there. And see what happens is we focus on the out there so much that we forget to be in here. Hi, I'm Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness, and we believe the living God, Jesus Christ, His Spirit lives inside of you right now. If you have put your faith in Jesus, receive the Holy Spirit, which is the presence of God in you, with you, leading you, contending for you, arguing for you to be with him. All that's happening in your body. And when you move your body, like we're doing right now, go for a walk, bike, whatever you're doing, whenever you do these revving the words, you're moving your body, okay? That's why we got the music back there, having a good time. And as you move your body, the parts of your brain that are connected to your, the part of you you don't have to think about, swallowing, blinking, breathing, it just happens. And so you're focusing on that as you move. That occupies the lower parts of your brain. So the higher parts of your brain are open for conversation with the spirit of the living God who wants you healthy, whole, and free, despite your circumstances that are out of your control. But right now, your body is right here. Take a breath, take many breaths. Lift the corners of your mouth. And I'm gonna ask today, 
want to encourage you. Walk. I know. Listen, if you want to run, I can't stop you, but I'm going to ask you why. And if you want to run, go do another Revving the Word. But what I want from you is a walk, a purposeful walk. Because here's the thing about walking. You were made to do it. <laughs> Not everyone will do a burpee. Not everyone will power lift. Not everyone will run a marathon. But if you are so blessed with a nervous system, spinal connection working, then walking is your birthright. It's in your DNA. Walk. Walk. Now you can walk and pump those arms. Now see what happens when I ask some of you to pull back and walk, you worry about your calorie count. Notice that, that's actually stressing you out. Let's go for a walk. I love, there's a book, it's called The 3.0 Mile Per Hour God. It's by Christian theologian, Japanese Christian theologian, Kosuke Koyama, who says, God walks slowly because he is love. If he's not love, he would have gone much faster. Love has its speed. It's an inner speed. It's a spiritual speed. It's a different kind of speed from the technological speed to which we are accustomed. It is slow, yet it is Lord over all other speeds since it is the speed of love. So I guess I'm just asking you, I know I can't police you if you wanna run or do whatever. Walk in love in your heart. Everything you do is in line with love. Love is patient and love is kind, 1 Corinthians 13. On a scale of one to 10, I want you in your effort level, your rate of perceived exertion of energy, I want you to be, let's settle into a good five to seven today. Pump your arms though, like move those arms on purpose. That turns on the lymphatic system. You got some big lymph nodes up in your chest and in your groin. You have them all over, but this, these are primary places. So when you're moving your legs, those lower body lymph nodes, which is your body's waste system, are working, pumping. But the upper body gets ignored. So use it, that's why walking is so good. It's a total body and a total brain thing to do. I'm gonna read from scripture, Jesus, help us. Help us think in pictures, God. Matthew 9, verse one. And getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, some people brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, this man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts said, why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise 
and walk. This is the word of the Lord. Rise and walk. He didn't say rise and run, get out of here, sprint. Just walk, take some steps. Take some conscious, embodied, whole and free steps. Rise and walk. Notice your breath right now. Feels good. You shouldn't feel labored in your breathing. You can take a nice big breath through your nose, out your mouth, shoulders go back. Relax the space from your earlobe to your collarbone. Walking. It's also a sign of agency. I'm walking, I'm walking this out. I'm moving, I'm going. I'm not sitting and thinking for too long. Now there's a place for that. But rise and walk. So let's zoom out in context. Jesus is going about showing people the kingdom. No longer are we just talking about the kingdom. No longer are we going to the synagogue reading about the kingdom of God. Now the kingdom of God is here and Jesus disrupts everything. He's an outlaw, he's a rebel. He's a beautiful outlaw, John Eldridge calls him. And he's going around city to city, walking, mind you, walking. Here's what I want you to understand today. You were made to move. You were made to move. Look for moments in your day to move. Get up, walk as an act of being a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Y'all, on a practical level, I'm just worried that you're all sitting too much. And it is not good for your body, your skeletal system, your blood flow, your breath, your neurology. Some of you have chronic pain because you are too sedentary, you're too still. Rise up and walk, take a step. And listen, you don't have to feel like it to do it. In fact, that's the whole point, that's faith. You gotta have faith for it. And when your faith leads you, your feelings catch up. So Jesus is going around city to city. As, as a people, we were all paralyzed. <laughs> paralyzed in our soul, fear. Friends, fear. That'll freeze your soul like nothing else. The religious people that start contending against Jesus' authority, challenging his authority, they were paralyzed in their heart, fear. Religion, rules and laws and dogma that squashes relationship and leaves no room for the mystery of God, 
that's paralyzing. And it's rooted in fear. So Jesus has a paralytic brought to him. Now this is a man where we can see his, his inability. We can see his lack, his poverty. And we all have it, friends. We're all special needs. Come on. Pump your arms right now. Agency, purpose, Holy Spirit, speak to us. So Jesus sees this paralytic and it's the faith of his friends, seeing their faith as a collective whole. Oh, that's a word. Get in a faith community, friends. You wanna get unfrozen, unstuck? You wanna walk? Get in a circle of people who have faith. And Jesus says to him, take heart, my son. Your sins are forgiven. Jesus saw the condition of his heart that was breaking his legs. And he says, you're forgiven. Who knows what this man has done? But God knows and forgives. Just take a moment. Is there anything right now that you want to ask God forgiveness for? As you walk right now in your body, is there anything you want to ask for forgiveness for? You want freedom from, because forgiveness is freedom. So if there's something you want to be set free from, confess it now. Tell him so you can walk. So Jesus hasn't healed the man. He's just said, take heart. My son, your sins are forgiven. <laughs> and then of course, some religious people, the scribes, get all in an uproar. This man is blaspheming, meaning nobody has the ability to forgive sins but God. Who does this man think he is? Well, guess what, he's God. And he's with you right now. And if you need more of him, give him more of yourself. Prepare room for him. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, why do you think evil in your hearts? In other words, what is paralyzing you? Suspicion? Come on. Again, this is what I teach in the book, The Body Revelation. Please go get it if you haven't. I'm gonna be starting the Summer Body Book Club one week from today. You can get walking. I don't care if you ever do a burpee. It's not about the size of your thighs or buys. It's the shape and the condition of your heart. Why do you think evil in your heart? You are causing, you are part of the cause. She's like, this man, He's gonna go free. And your suspicion is part of the problem. Why do you think evil in your hearts? 
Do you not see the good right here in front of you? What is wrong with your heart? Why is it so hard for us, God, to walk in love, to walk in a certainty that is higher and above suspicion and judgment and control? Help us, God. We're all paralyzed. Free us in the frozen places of our hearts. You are God and you forgive and you heal. Drop into your body. Look at those feet. I want you to bless your feet right now. Bless the blessings. Bless the blessings. Bless what's going right. Come on. Your feet are supporting you. They're flexing, extending. Your nervous system, your proprioceptors are firing off, keeping you from falling down left or right. Your core, your abs, they're beautiful. Bless them. Thank you, I'm upright. And your breath, your breath. Without breath, your entire body shuts down. But with breath, you can rebuild on a new foundation of faith. Seeing your faith, he'll say, take heart. Be free, you're forgiven. Walk, now walk in the good works that I have prepared for you before a stone was laid. Good works that you should walk in. Walk. I mean this, friend, come on. If you're running, just give me a minute and walk. I love you, and I know this is hard. Come on, reveal yourself to us, God. We need you. Heal us, forgive us. Get after our suspicious, angry, bitter, betrayed hearts. And everyone, if you praise him, he comes on in gladly. Praise him. free and walk. That's literally what Jesus is saying in this passage. Jesus, having the authority on earth to forgive sins, having the authority to bring healing, and by the way, he releases the same authority to us in the helper, the Holy Spirit, that we now have ability to heal the sick, cleanse the dirty places and people raise up the dead places the dead people raise breathe come on and some of you go uh-uh no -uh, that's weird that's weird notice it you know what's weird binging Netflix that's weird but we don't question it because it's what everyone does and we call it normal 
Let's raise the standard on normal. Be free and walk. Pump your arms, chest up, lean forward a bit, but stay back, heel, toes strike. Strong, every time you take a step with your right leg, it turns into a stilt and it lifts up so that the other one can propel forward, hit the ground gently, press up and become another stilt. Did you know your legs are crutches? Mobile crutches, they work. Praise, give God blessings. That's why, listen, if you need healing in your body, we pray for you right now in Jesus' name. Rise up and walk, try it. And if nothing happens, praise him and go again. And if your heart is sore, rest. But friends, you know here at Revelation Wellness, nothing grows if it isn't under tension. And the tension is this, be content with what you have while contending for what God wants. <laughs> That's strong. Be content with what you have while reaching and contending for what God wants, for what you have read. Lean into it. And if you're tired, take a break. But there is no quitting in the kingdom of God. Rise up and walk. I want you to hear this. I want you to understand one thing, leaving today. Rising is a posture of your soul. Why are you so downcast, oh my soul? Stand up, stand up, praise your God. It's an unseen thing. Stand up, soul, rise. And your soul will only be able to rise as much as you have been forgiven. <laughs> Unforgiveness, bitterness, rejection, harboring resentment against God or people will take you down. And it will take down your body, your biology, your immune system. And friends, I'm here to tell you, we can shorten the days of our life. You cannot extend your days, but you can shorten them. With a downcast soul, we have an enemy that still kills and destroys. He wants you so down, so down, so depressed, so hopeless that you think there's no point. And you snuff it out. But a smoldering wick, God will not snuff out. <laughs> He'll blow into it. Just look at him. Give him your infirmity. And right now, I cast out the spirit of sickness, the spirit of unforgiveness. Be free. Your sins are forgiven. Look to Christ on the cross who hung his body for you and said, look at my body broken for you. 
so you can rise up in your soul and be saved and walk with that body. Get on with the good work. Jesus wanted what his father always wanted since the beginning of time, that his sons and his daughters would be free in soul and able in body. Say it with me, free in soul, able in body. Free in soul, able in body. Walk this out, keep saying it over yourself. Say it, use your words. When you speak with your own voice, you're firing up your auditory system of your brain. You are hearing, you are listening, you are growing. Free in soul, able in body. Be free in soul and be able in that body. Let's come back into your body, come on. I want you to scan your body right now. Where do you feel most dense? Like it just kind of feels like a, like a lug, a lump. Is there anything? Uh-huh. For me, it's in my pelvic. Like my tailbone area, my low back kind of pelvic area feels kind of solid and it might be just that it's supporting me it is so here's what I'm gonna do and I encourage you to do this with whatever part of your body that felt like I don't feel that it just feels kind of flat as you're walking right now move your body squeeze your glutes for me it's my hips so I'm gonna squeeze my glutes which opens up my hip flexors I take a breath and anytime you contract the muscle and then release blood flow. So that's why your thighs are probably doing just fine with blood flow, probably trying to push back lactic acid, but your stabilizing muscles, core, pelvic bowl, can get kind of lost in this. So just bring your attention to your cylinder. That's from your hip crease up to your shoulder collarbone, front side, back of that area. And then just maybe move side to side a little more. Y'all, I just wanna break the rules. You know what's happened? We're afraid to move. Because someone told us that we should move this way. Just move. So right now to get engaged into my core, I'm kind of rocking my shoulders side to side, displacing my weight a bit so that I have to fire up my core in an active way, not in a blueprint kind of way. My core knows what to do. Thank you, God. Bless the blessing. Thank you, God. And all we're doing there is bringing our focus into what we do have connection with. Safety right here in your body. Rise and walk.
free in soul, able in body. Keep going, shoulders back, good. Feels good, yeah? It's good. To be free in soul means living without shame, living out with regret, living without bitterness, uh-huh, or suspicion, just a free soul. Uh-huh. You're living, known, and loved by God, knowing and loving God. That's a free soul. All right, the world will tell you a free soul is someone who says there is no God, I do whatever I want, or it's the God that I want to make, it's the God of the universe, or the God of the crystals, or the God of many gods. That's bondage. You were made by God for Him, and your soul will not find rest until it finds its rest in Him. Living known and loved by God, knowing and loving God. That is to be free in soul. Come on. Your soul is a place of desire. It's your personal affections and aversions. Be free there. Don't conform to the patterns of the world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind in God's word, and that'll free your soul. Jesus sees our condition being paralyzed and says, take my hand, rise up, walk, let's go. I'm God, nothing's impossible for me, is what he says. Be free, move. So if we are free in soul, because we know we are loved by God, and we are living, knowing, and loving God, He will give us the desires of our heart. He will take away the heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh. Empowers us with His Spirit to go do whatever He says to do. And this is why we need an able body. This is why Jesus didn't come just to save souls. He didn't. He came to heal bodies. Because a free soul needs an able body because an able body will go and do what God has said to do, will say what God has said without the fear of man or rejection getting its hooks and its heart, pulling them back down onto the ground, paralyzing their legs. Right now I say to you, rise up and walk. Jesus, and the authority of his name, free in soul, able in body. And guess what, friends? We gotta deal with this. When you live free in soul and able in body, you will have people telling you to stop it. Because you are disrupting the comfort. You are disrupting, disrupting the system. That's the point. This is why Jesus says, follow me. Let's have some fun. Can you lift the corners of your mouth? 
Because wherever God comes and says, rise and walk to a soul, it's about to be a good time. Good job, how's your walk going? Still walking. Friends, I'm telling you, turn off your calorie counter. Stay humble, this is good. This is good. If you get good in soul here, with the walking at the pace of love, the 3.0 mile per hour God, this was about the pace that Jesus walked to cover territory to territory. And you know, that he walked, talked, and taught. That's why you hear often in scripture, on the road or on the way. And that word walked means not just to traverse or advance by steps, but to pursue a course of action or way of life. Walk. And I want to challenge you today. Listen to me, this is fun. Bringing you into the science. Right now, on average, let me take it back. There is a, in the times of Jesus, let's go there. He would walk anywhere from 10 miles to 20 miles at a time, like his longest trek. It's hard to know it's gray, but when people course track his steps he'd walk a 10 mile day no problem because <laughs> there's no ubers and they had time they had more time see the enemy has eaten up our time and we consume ourselves we try to do more in the same amount of time back then jesus's time walking walking is a mind body soul medicine where a burpee or a push-up is mind-body mastery, which is not necessary, but it's fun. Walking is mind-body-soul medicine. So 10 miles a day is equal to 20,000 steps per day. Right now there's a tribe in northern Tanzania called the Hadzas. They're the last of the hunter-gatherers. On average, they travel 10 miles a day, going out to get food, hunt, gather. Women too, go out. They collect tubers, they dig in the ground. They go down and get water, they wash the clothes, they care for the kids, they cook the food. They're just moving. We have become so disconnected from the very soil and earth that we are connected and created from and we're getting sicker. So on the average, we, where the Hadzas take 20,000 steps per day, about Jesus's pace, the average American takes 4,774. It's equal to 1.7 miles a day. That's on the average. Some of you are less. And I'm not shaming you, I'm just awakening you. Move. Walk, rise up out of that office chair, walk. And not out of a, oh, I'm scared to get sick. 
No, out of, I'm gonna, I wanna be embodied. God is here with me. Let's go for a walk. And it doesn't have to be a long walk. Just move, move, move. You have the authority to move. When your mind gets so focused on the task or the problem, the sickness rises and the legs become paralyzed. But when we can push away and say, God, I just want you. He says, rise. Rise and walk. Let's go. Because where there is free soul and able body, things are about to get fun. Friends, get out into the world. Love God. Love people. I appreciate all your hard work and doing all your emails, but come on. Don't miss out. So God, we love you. Thank you that you had the authority to do this then and you're doing it now. I believe it, God. With the release of this book and what you're doing in this ministry, your Holy Spirit move, not by might, not by strength, but by the power of the Spirit. Move. Pick us up. Lift our hearts. And let the walking begin. Let us take back a purposeful life, a life where we pursue a course or an action that pleases your heart at all times. No stress, no worry, no fear. Peace resides in your body. Peace to you, my friend. Take a breath, exhale, lift the corners of your mouth. Maybe stop your feet, open your hands, and say, God, here am I, send me. Walk. You are love. We love you, Jesus. You bring bless you as you bless this good body and all that it contains. In Jesus' name, you amen. Friends, I hope you will join me in the Summer Body Book Club. It starts here in just about a week from today, so you still have time. you got to get your book. Uh, swipe up on the show notes. We've got links for you. I just don't want you to miss out. And, and by the way, it'll happen every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for one hour, 30 minutes. We're going to get in body together. I'm going to actually see your face. Come see me in a Zoom room. Come. And if you can't make it live, you will get the replay. The Zoom is open. The room is open for the Summer Body Book Club for the first 1,000 people to show up. Uh, that'd be amazing if, we, if it, it locks out. Hey, if, if you don't get in because a thousand are there, could you celebrate <laughs> and just be like, oh man, and know that you're going to ride on the coattails of the people that are there and then you will get the recording. The content is yours for six or till the end of the year to keep. So you have time to go through the book, listen to those recordings. Let me train you. I mean this with all that is in me, that it is time for everything with breath to walk and praise the Lord in Jesus' name. All right, guys, see you next week. Peace.